Kia This program is brought to you by Wellington Access Radio. Wellington Access Radio. Make your voice heard. Kia and welcome to Speak Out, uh, Inside Out's very own radio show. You are on Wellington Access Radio 106.1 FM. And I am your host, Rosie. It's just me on my lonesome today, but yeah, I'll be keeping you entertained and educated. Uh, today I'm going to talk mainly about um, the election, which happened on Saturday. And also I'm going to talk about Bisexuality Awareness Week, which happened last week as well. So yeah, just sort of going to... I've been doing a little bit of research into bisexuality around the world and just for myself, and I want to share it with you guys, talking a little bit about um, bisexual celebrities and artists and advocates and, yeah, play you a couple tunes probably by a couple of those artists as well. Um, Yeah, cool. So, um, yeah, for those of you that followed it, the election uh, count of the votes happened on Saturday evening and uh, there are still discussions happening about who's going to be leading the country for the next three years. Uh, obviously, it's you know important to the well-being of the rainbow community who gets in. Um, we had a little show about what well, would have been a month ago now uh, where myself and Alfie, another one of the Inside Out volunteers, discussed some of the policies that different parties had uh, toward what they wanted to put in place for the rainbow community and for youth. So you're welcome to check that podcast out uh, that kind of yeah summarises a few things because they had a little rainbow forum before the election where they talked about various issues. So that's quite a good way to f- find out more for yourself. But um, yeah, so I guess, you know, there's still discussions happening um, and each party, you know, on their website has has policy, whether they do have policies or not is, um, yeah, a different story. But if they do have policies for youth and the rainbow community, it's generally up on their website, so it is worth having a look at. Um, but, yeah, it's sort of about waiting now to see who we've got as our next leaders um, for the next three years. Um, but one thing that actually is related to bisexual visibility as well as the election um, which is a cool bit of news is that one of the Green MPs uh, actually came out as bisexual last week so there was a post um, on Facebook through the Rainbow Greens of Aotearoa New Zealand um, that said happy bi visibility day I know we're a little late but we're a bit busy we were a bit busy yesterday because they posted it on Sunday night but, um, yeah, they, they wanted to say that one of their candidates, Jack McDonald, has come out as bisexual. We welcome him to our beautiful community and officially to the Rainbow Greens. We love you, Jack. You're an outstanding advocate for Māori, and we know that you will continue that work for Māori, and especially Takatāpui in Māori. We want to say to all of you who are bisexual that we love you, your sexual orientation is valid, and we hope that the erasure of bisexual identities ends. We've always been advocates for funding specific services for bisexual people and are especially proud to stand behind that today. So 
This candidate, Jack McDonald, is quoted underneath that in an image that says, proud to be bisexual, never been particularly open about it, but also never been ashamed of it. Just who I am. No big deal. So, yeah, it's cool that, you know, it's not being sensationalised as something really huge, but I think after reading information and statistics about the specific issues um, and adversities faced by the bisexual community still to this day uh, in wider society and in the LGBTQIA plus community as well, um, I think it is a big deal actually to be out as bisexual and owning that identity and, yeah, proud of it and allowing space for other people to explore that and move into it if they feel empowered to do so. So good on you, Jack. Um, yeah, and – but, yeah, I was, I was reading through some statistics. Um, unfortunately, Statistics New Zealand are quite behind when it comes to collecting data specific to um, diverse genders and sexualities in New Zealand, so there isn't a great deal of New Zealand-specific data – but um, I was looking at some um, information that has been put out in recent years um, regarding the UK and America, and I was quite surprised at some of the statistics. So there was one um, article that talks, well, it was sort of an open letter to bisexual men who are still in the closet as um, being bisexual. Um, and, yeah, some of the statistics are are quite alarming in terms of um, people who are actually out versus being in the closet who are bisexual. So um, from this open letter that came out, uh, that was um, published last week, um, they said that in America, the Pew Research Center found that only 12% of bisexual men are out of the closet compared to 77% of gay men which tells us two things. First, not enough has been done to make bisexual men accepted. And second, that UK LGBT groups need to look into the issue here. So, yeah, um, just over 10% of bisexual men um, who were surveyed in America um, last year said that they were out as bisexual, which... Yeah, leaves us sort of questioning why that is and why people who are bisexual feel that they can't be open about that. And, yeah, um, you know, uh, I've, I, I'm someone myself who uh, has identified as bisexual um, and I sort of can... I tend to go between being bisexual or being labelling... Well, labelling myself as bisexual, labelling myself as queer. Um, and... Yeah, I think it's a really interesting issue because um, everyone's obviously got a personal relationship with it. Um, everyone who's attracted to um, different genders, you know, can identify their own way. But, um, yeah, just sort of the different opinions that um, people in mainstream society and people in the in the rainbow community, their opinions on it are quite, quite interesting. Um, but a lot of um, bisexual people um, who've been spoken to about it have reported um, that they face stigma and discrimination um, from 
the les- like from the lesbian and gay community as well as from straight people. Um, and therefore, it's not surprising looking at statistics that um, prove time and time again that uh, the bisexual community um, face higher rates of anxiety and depression and, um, yeah, basically quite severe mental health problems. Um, and, yeah, that is probably at least partially correlated to, um, you know, the treatment that they receive from um, people from all parts of the community. So I think it's something that needs to be worked on, um, battling that stigma. And, you know, um, MPs and celebrities who do come out are are doing a really brave thing and um, most likely, you know, helping to increase visibility is going to increase understanding and acceptance or at least start conversations. So, yeah, that's really cool. Um, And, yeah, in terms of um, out bisexual celebrities, um, I've got a couple sort of more vintage ones um, that um, are dear to my heart, Um, one of which is... Carrie Brownstein, who is the lead guitarist and singer in uh, the band Sleater Kinney, who are a pretty awesome band of women who came to fame in the sort of mid to late 90s and have are still releasing music. But Carrie Brownstein, the, uh, yeah, the lead singer and guitarist of that band, um, has come out as bisexual in the past and um yeah so i just wanted to play you guys a slitter kinney song i hope you like it um but yeah she um was actually in a relationship with her bandmate corinne tucker for a while um but yeah cool and i'll play it now hope you guys enjoy
Cool. So that was Slita Kinney with the song Jenny. I hope you guys liked it. Um, yeah, I've just been looking at um, a few lists online of other um, celebrities who have come out in the past year or so as bisexual. Um, and yeah, there are some really interesting ones actually. I'm sure that most of you are familiar with the show Grey's Anatomy, which has been running for a long time now, because I was just thinking about representations of bisexuality in the media as well, so in, you know, television shows or films and things. And, um, yeah, I was finding it quite difficult to think of specific storylines where it's highlighting somebody's sexual fluidity or bisexuality or pansexuality as just being a part of them and their, you know, identity and not something that's problematized or just sort of seen as some kind of juicy plot point. Uh, and, yeah, one of the uh, actors that came up as coming out recently was Sara Ramirez, which is, who um, is best known for playing bisexual doctor Kelly Torres, on Grey's Anatomy. Uh, she came out to at the 40 to None Summit on LGBT youth homelessness, uh, and she said this of her coming out. She said, Because of the intersections that exist in my life, woman, multiracial woman, woman of colour, queer, bisexual, Mexican-Irish, American, immigrant, and raised by families heavily rooted in Catholicism on both my Mexican and Irish sides, I am deeply invested in projects that allow our youth's voices to be heard. So that's really cool. Uh, and yeah, she's and aligning with her own identity on the show. Um, her role as Kelly was groundbreaking for its complex portrayal of a bi woman of colour. So that's definitely a milestone because it's obviously one of the most highly grossing and widely watched shows in the past 10 years, so that's that's pretty big. And I was just thinking of yeah, any other characters on shows who are openly bisexual. I can really only think of one of the characters, Alice, on The L Word, which is a long shot because, yeah, most of those characters are, are lesbians. But, um, yeah, it's sort of... From what I recall when I you know, was watching The L Word in my earlier uh, baby gay days, I yeah, wasn't hugely impressed with the way that they dealt with Alice's character or that aspect of her character uh, being bisexual. So, But I guess that sort of was accurate in and of itself as being something you know, that, that bisexual women face is this kind of sense of isolation even in supposedly progressive sort of um, circles of sexual um, sexual minorities because yeah there's still that stigma of you know uh, you'll you know you still have straight privilege and things and I did want to speak to that a little bit too because that is an argument that people make that there's a distrust of uh, people who are bisexual um, because they there's an argument that they possess more privilege than people who are who do identify as completely gay. Um, but to that, I would I would definitely refute that just from personal experience as well as reading, um, yeah, about the um, the long term health effects and mental health effects that um, that bisexual stigma has on people. 
um, and say it's actually it is a really difficult thing and bisexual erasure is is a really difficult thing um, because yeah it's often seen as an invisible identity because if you're with a partner who's of the same gender as you uh, then you know you're you're read as being gay um, most of the time and then if you're with someone who's of another gender you're seen as straight a lot of the time but um, yeah so that's that's a difficult one um, but yeah another um, thing I wanted to mention was some other news uh, that's more sort of New Zealand specific which is that there's been a new head of Rainbow Youth appointed which is a pretty big deal um, so Rainbow Youth are a really great organisation that works um, up in Auckland um, and they have just uh, appointed a new member of their organisation. So they've got a new executive director called Frances Arns and she. they say, we're looking forward to continuing our momentum with the leadership of Frances who will bring a fresh, fresh perspective, experience in governance and strategic planning, says Sophie Sills, Rainbow Youth Board co-chairperson. So that's cool. There's some more leadership up there for Rainbow Youth. Um, yeah, I guess... Uh, oh, yeah, also another really cool um, thing that happened uh, in the two weeks since we were last on air is that the report... Oh, sorry, there's a, there's a new um, guide for schools um, that was cr actually created by ourselves, Inside Out, um, with the help of the Ministry of Education. Um, so they put together an inclusive education guide for schools on supporting LGBTQIA plus students. So it's going to be a resource um, that schools can access in order to, um, yeah, basically... Do a, do a better job at being inclusive and providing um, for the needs of, of rainbow students in New Zealand, which is really cool. Um, so there's a little blurb about it that says, as a school, you have an obligation to ensure the safety and well-being of all learners. This guide provides strategies and suggestions for supporting the inclusion and well-being of students who identify as sex, gender or sexuality diverse. The strategies in this guide encompass a variety of initiatives from school policies and guidelines to learning experiences that acknowledge, value and respect the diversity that exists within the school community. So, yeah, that's a really huge step and something that um, Inside Out and the Ministry of Education have been working on for quite a while now. Um, and, yeah, I'm just really proud of those who worked on it for putting all that mahi into something that really needed to be materialised and used by schools in New Zealand. So, um, yeah, you should take a look at the at Inside Out's Facebook page and you can open up that document. And, um, yeah, it's free for you to share with schools and staff if you, um, if you still attend school. So that's really cool. Um, yeah. And... I had one other song that I wanted to play for you guys. Uh, that is another. Uh, that is by another famous bisexual babe um, called Michael Stipe, and he is yeah 
a very gorgeous man who um, was the lead singer of the band R.E.M. Um, he sort of, you know, initially um, embraced the term bisexual and then later sort of um, had a, yeah, his relationship with the term kind of changed over time. But, um, yeah, he was sort of saying that he has had um, romantic and sexual relationships with women, but um, that, yeah, I think that's an important thing to acknowledge as well is that um, bisexuality, bisexuality, like any other um you know, gender or sexual identity is something that can change over time and that that still doesn't invalidate someone's sexuality um, historically or in future. So, yeah, I thought that was an important thing to to include um, was that, yeah, and also, you know, being in the, in the public eye, people's relationships and the reception that people... Um, have to have to that news can mean that you um, that yeah it's difficult to to live and and to courageously you know hold up that that bisexual flag so yeah I'll leave you guys with with this song um, it's called Orange Crush by REM uh, you've been listening to Wellington Access Radio one hundred six point one FM. And I will see you guys next time. Um, yeah, in the meantime, keep your fingers crossed for a government that will uh, respect and uphold and make space for LGBTQIA plus youth in Aotearoa. Cool. Thanks.
program is brought to you by Wellington Access Radio. Get your voice heard. Thanks New Zealand On Air for funding the Access Internet Radio Project.